Spanish is a language that has always influenced other languages in Europe, such as English, French, and Italian. From the 16th to the 18th century, Spanish had a great expansion in these languages, causing words of Castilian origin to be annexed to other idioms, modifying their pronunciation and writing. Are you interested in knowing a little bit about the history of how this happened? Do you want to know some examples of these words? Welcome! But first, do not forget to subscribe to the podcast. Welcome to Podcast with a Student in the English section and with me, Les Camilla. How is it going? Do you remember listening to the previous episode where my friend Davina and I talked about the influence of Spanish on standard Italian and some Italian dialects? If you are not completely sure of the subject, I recommend you listen to the first part of this special. For this second part, my friend Davina is here with me to tell the theme of this new chapter. Hello, Les Camilla. Thank you so much for inviting me to participate to your podcast. I am so very pleased to be here with you today. So my name is Davina. I am French. I'm 31 years old. Um, French is my native language, but I also speak English, Spanish and Italian. I recently moved to Portugal, so obviously I hope I will be able to speak Portuguese as well very soon. And well, what else can I say about me? I love traveling, I love learning new languages, I love discovering new cultures and meeting people. So um, I think it is uh, not a surprise for me to say that I love being here with you to discuss the differences between all the languages. I appreciate a lot that you've been here with me, Davina. Today's theme is complementary to all the other episodes because we continue to look for more territories where Spanish has been thought as an official language, de facto, or de jure. Let us see where the Spanish was spoken on the planet. A little parenthesis on this subject to finish talking about Italian dialects. I recently came across another Sicilian word that comes from Spanish and how it's used. Here is an example of how they use it. Non risponde. Possibilmente sarà occupato. Come scusa? In some parts of the Sicily, possibilmente is used in a colloquial way as forse or magari. The origin of this use may have come from Spain, which has longer dominated Sicily. In Italian is probabilmente. In Spanish is probablemente or posiblemente. Posiblemente in Italian is synonym with possibly or if it is possible. Cannot be applied as in Sicilian. Posibilmente mi richiamerà. It is not that he will call me back, but he will if he has the opportunity. The parenthesis ends here. We see, therefore, that when we talk about cultural relations between Spain and Europe, a unique chapter must be dedicated to contacts and exchanges with France and Italy, both relevant to the history of Spanish. This importance is seen, for example, in that French and Italian were often the first languages to which important works of Spanish literature were translated. And this is important because these two languages serve as a bridge for Spanish books to eventually translate into other European languages that did not have Spanish traductors. Thanks to the translation of La Celestina into Italian, the influence of this jewel of the Spanish Renaissance was extended to England and Germany. Researchers Carlos Clavera 
says the book of Antonio de Guevara, a well-known Renaissance writer, have been translated from German to Italian, from Hungarian to Latin, from Dutch to German, and then to French, and from Swedish to German, in a complex chain of related translations. And how was the introduction of Hispanicisms into the French language in French? It is used by the Spanish influence the word camarade, that in English is comrade, and in Spanish is camarada. And we can hear that in these three languages is used the word but with different pronunciation. Other examples are fanfajón, which is swagger in English, which comes from the word fanfarron in Spanish. In French, we found ajudón, which in English is adjutant, and in Spanish is ayudante. Guitar in French came of the word in Spanish guitarra, and the word in English is guitar. The three last words that we will mention are used in three languages with almost its pronunciation. Mantil in French and in English and Spanish is mantilla, mantilla. Of course, one is pronounced different. Caramel, both in French and English, caramel in English and in Spanish is caramelo. And this parade in the three languages share the same writing and almost is pronounced the same. In French, is disparate in English, disparate, and in Spanish, disparate. Hispanic terms in general tend to adapt to the French spelling and phonetics with the shift of the emphasis to the penultimate or the antepenultimate syllable, being ultimately the most common phenomenon. But although most Hispanic are already full adapt, some still differ markedly in their specific modes of realization perhaps because it was preferable to maintain a volume of words that clearly indicates the origin and in some cases our syntax configuration is not yet fixed, for example, the Mary Jane, marijuana, marijuana. There are terms in which the Spanish pronunciation coincides with their French retain the marked syllable of the Spanish term, especially when the transformation of the final vowels A or E retains its intensity. For example, cordillère in French, in Spanish is cordillera, which means mountain range, cochenil in French, cochenil in English, and cochinilla in Spanish. My favorite animal is the sevre in French, which in English is zebra, and in Spanish is zebra. Tornado in French, tornado in Spanish, and tornado in English. Siest in French, siesta in Spanish, which in English is nap. In other examples, the final vowel not accentuate is lost, such as tabac in French, and in English is tobacco or tabaco in Spanish, chocolat in French, chocolate in Spanish, and in English chocolate, or recife in French, in English we say reef, and in Spanish arrecife. But many words, especially of American origin, have retained their original spelling. For example, tango, salsa, rumba, hacienda, poncho, and embargo. And how was the incorporation of Hispanicisms into English? This phenomenon of exchange is known as language lending. 
And in the specific case of Spanish languageisms, there are several causes that are linked to their origin from the biblical translations of the late 14th century and the transliteration of Latin-derived words to the integration of Mexico territory into the American Union in 1848 and the gold rush in California. Language loans are words or morphemes of one language that was taken or borrowed by another with little or no adaptation, either by bilingualism, cultural influence, or because through that language the object, phenomenon, or situation to which it refers was introduced. Cultural interactions between Native Americans and Europeans conquistadors are also the cause of those who through trade introduced Europe for three centuries, from 16 to 19, new objects, food and traditions, as well as words to name them. It is important to note that over the past half century, the migration of more than 31 million Hispanics, two-thirds of whom are Mexicans, to the US has been the main driver of incorporating Spanish words, including hundreds of indigenisms, into English. Warache in English, Warache in Spanish, that is let us remember episode 4, comes from the Purepecha, which is Guarachi, Jaguar in English, Jaguar in Spanish, that comes from the Guarani, Jaguarete, Mosquito in English, Mosquito in Spanish, both languages, comes from the Latin Musca, Negro in Spanish, Negro in English, both languages took that from Latin Nigger, Parade, that is stop in English, and Parada, in Spanish, Puma and Puma, which came from the word in Quechua. And since we take the subject of Americanisms, let us remember all the words lent by Spanish to these languages we previously borrowed from the indigenous languages of America. In Italian, cacao, chocolata, potato, tabacco, vanilla. In French, cacao, chocolat, cigare, tabac, tomate, Vanille. In English, cocoa, chocolate, potato, tobacco, tomato, vanilla. The Spanish influence has become evident even in phrasing as revealed by the English use of certain phrases such as there are no birds in last year nest, the last of the saying of the quote in Quixote. Unsurprisingly, the contact of Spanish with European languages has left no consequence in a single direction. The living language in content are influenced, shaped, and adapt to the facilitate communication. It is really natural for people to exchange expressions and words in order to have a better relationship, understanding a good communication which always leads to a better friendship. It is for this reason that we can find phrases and words in languages that are unrelated as we have said in other episodes such as the Forgotten, Equatorial Guinea and Judeo-Spanish where chocolate has rich languages such as Hungarian, Japanese or Korean. To conclude this matter, we have a few questions for you. What do you think about Spanish? Did you know that the Spanish crown had so many territories in Europe? Did you know it influenced so many languages at the time? Do you think they were the only languages or are there others? If anyone here is French, English or Italian, do you know of any Hispanicisms other than this? 
Do you want to learn this wonderful language? Much of this information was taken from the book The Wonderful History of Spanish, written by Francisco Moreno Fernandez and published by the Instituto Cervantes y Espasa. Another was taken from the video in Instagram of the user Rajidi Dilusi. You can follow me on my social networks that are here on the site, but if you want to follow me through another channel, I am on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, as well as YouTube, like Podcast with a Student. And you, Davina, in which social networks are you? I have an Instagram account, um, Les Aventures de Davina, on which I only publish pictures of my travels. And very recently, I had to create a Facebook page for work, and the name is Davina's Adventures. I remind you that you can send me a message through all my social networks. In Anchor, you can also send me messages. If you are watching us on YouTube or Instagram, leave your comments down below for the questions asked. See you later! Stay tuned! Grazie mille per essere con noi oggi. Speriamo di rivedervi presto. Stay tuned!